All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Friday, happy Friday. My deepest apologies. I, I thought everything was set up, but um, the cord wasn't reaching where it was supposed to reach. Anyway, 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 uh, and this is from my Facebook Live, folks. Uh, if you're actually just joining me now, you are part of the RNG Radio Show. And uh, believe it or not, we are on our third day. I know, third day, and we're here. It is Friday. We're about to get into this hot weekend. Yes, I took the jacket off because it's hot secondly because it's hot no um honestly it's supposed to be 86 degrees today and i'm like i'm not trying to start no sweat before eight o'clock in the morning unless it's that grinding sweat you know us on the ground us on the ground so you're joining us this is your first time you're like i've never heard of this radio show before in my life so the rng radio show goes over a credit repair real estate, resume writing slash career tips, as well as some motivation. So we're going to get right into it in regards to um, credit repair. So with credit repair, for those that don't know, I actually uh, work with a company um, where we assist the folks in building up the credit to where it needs to be at. So uh, talking about getting re rid of repossessions, collections, and yes, it is, it is almost, almost, almost like, almost like those other credit repair companies that you heard of. But repair company that I work with, that I handle, that I get people to where they need to be at, comes with um, 14 free different products. So if you are interested in learning about those products, because I can't, I just don't have the time to go over on the show today. But if you are interested in um, any of those products, please feel free to give me a call. 267-702-3756. So um, as always, remember in the back of your mind, do whatever it takes as far as getting you ahead. Now, I'm not saying as far as the sales point, but for three bucks a day, if that's the only thing that's going to cost you to, um, you know, get your credit to where it needs to be at in the 700s and um, ultimately to that 850, hey, now's the time. So hop right into it. How your card balance affects your credit score. So I came across this article on thebalance.com coincidentally enough, and it's uh, how your card balance affects your credit score. So what you need to know is that your credit balance is uh, more than just the amount of money that you owe to your credit insurer. So it's not just that, oh, I got a $1,000 credit card, <laughs> I got $1,000. No, it is nothing like that in any way, shape, or form. The reason uh, they give you $1,000 is just to see what you're going to do with it. Think of these credit card companies as parents, you know, uh, your, your parent gives you some money and it's like, hey, now go to the store, you go to the store, bring me back my change. What do you do? Are you talking about, you gave me this money in my name, it is my responsibility, so I'm just going to run with it. It is nothing like that at all. So when you have a credit card, uh, you should be looking to see um, that it's 30% of the credit limit itself so yes i am so sorry to say that unfortunately uh the balance is not a thousand dollars it's actually three hundred dollars because credit card companies want to see what you can work with now that's not to say that um you can't get to a thousand dollars it's just that hey we gotta start you off small so it's like oh so the moment that you get money you spend it that's what the credit card companies are thinking and that's what affects your score so it goes down and down and down when they're like hey um what you call you you're spending money as soon as you get it 
Uh, and I'm, I'm a victim of this. Please don't think that Dan's up here. He's the new uh, Dave Ramsey talking about uh, debt repair and what you can do. And now Dan's good to go. I'm still working on my credit score. I'm still, I ain't going to say which, which one, but I'm definitely in the three, four, five, six category. When I get to the 700s, I'm going to definitely start bragging. Uh, but for the time being right now, um, and that's the benefit of the credit repair program. The one that I'm in, I'm not only helping people, but I'm also working on my own credit. And I finally, 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 about 10 days ago, I actually had gotten my credit dispute letters um, in the mail maybe a week, week and a half ago. Finally set them out yesterday. So hoping, well, actually not hoping, I know what's going to happen, uh, that my uh, credit will increase because of that. So wanted to break down the uh, 100% of your credit card and what it's used for. So, and each factor is given a different weighting and calculating of your credit score. Now these key factors, yes, I'm reading from it. I know you're thinking and looking at yourself like, wait, why is he reading from it? Because if I tell you, and Daniel Umstead tells you that, hey, your credit score needs to be this, your payment history should account for this, you're gonna be like, well, I don't know what he's talking about. I think he knows so much. Look at him. Mm just popping off the brain and such got a doctorate and such no 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 i want to let you know and and the whole thing about it is that this world is full full of information free information by the way so if you just happen to google you'll find it so here we go each factor is given a different weighting and calculating your credit score these key factors affect your credit score and their importance represented as a percentage so payment history accounts for 35 percent your total amount of debt and the astounding outstanding debt versus your credit limits account for 30%. Length of credit history accounts for 15%. And credit inquiries and new types of debt called credit mix account for 10% respectively. So um, throughout this radio, well, not today, but throughout us um, catching up, I, I just wanted to give you that basics, but there's a reason why, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I wanted to discuss with you about the specifically total amount of debt and the astounding outstanding debt uh, versus your credit card limits of 30%. So let's look at the extreme case, you know, because I, I definitely used to have those uh, folks that as soon as they charge some, paid right on them. So with that, it's not so much credit. It's like, well, you already got that amount of money in your account at all times. So there's really no reason for you to balance if that's already that you got in your account. And I know what you're thinking, like, Dan, you're not making any sense. Think of it this way, the $1,000, correct? $1,000 is on your credit card right now um, that you have a credit limit for. Imagine you going to the store, getting $30 worth of gas, but immediately paying it. Like, I paid it, I paid it. You're not going to give me on no interest rates. And it's like, okay, that, that's fine. That's fine. So for those of you who have ever borrowed money or ever lent out money, that's exactly what it is. So you gave $30 to somebody like, yo, man, can I borrow $30 real quick? I just need it real, real bad. Yeah, sure, here you go. And that person gives it right back to you. What, what is that? It's like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. So that's what credit card companies are thinking like, why did you ask me in the first place? Why did you inquire about getting a credit limit in the first place if you just couldn't turn around and give it right back? So you want to keep that balance no higher than 30%. Um, you know, just to establish that relationship because your credit history, you got to understand these credit card companies, you know, Fingerhut, Visa, MasterCard, and all of them, 
what they're doing as a profit is reporting to Experian TransUnion and uh, Equifax saying like, hey, yeah, this person was doing good. Yeah, they kept a credit limit at such and such. Or they, I don't know, the balance is like $968.32. I don't know if you want to move forward with them. So we're throwing this point in there. But the balance is lower, like under $300. It's like, yeah, they, they use it. They use it. And it's decent enough. So keeping it at that 30% marker, that's a whole lot for you. And in the long run, uh, will be uh, beneficial for you. So <clears throat> it puts it on here. Once your balance starts to exceed the 30% threshold, you'll notice your credit score decreasing. So if you habitually max out your credit cards, your credit score could drop significantly. And I shouldn't even say could. That's one thing I could definitely address too and let you know it will drop significantly. It will. There's no, well, if you max it out, you might be getting hit with something. No, you will. You will see a decrease. It might not be the decrease that you thought, but it's definitely, definitely going to be the uh, decrease. So, and then wrapping it up here, creditors will review your payment history and whether there are any late payments uh, which can hurt your credit score, um, will be looked at. So even if, uh, you know, you're paying your credit cards, but you missed that one payment, that's that's going to affect it. So we'll definitely talk about that um, on another time and show. But right now, right now, uh, credit repair and real estate. So the concept of house hacking, this is something I could definitely speak on because I heard it like 20 million times. Concept of house hacking, and this is for real estate. We're down to the real estate. I don't know if you noticed the transition that we just and now we're in real estate. So with real estate, um, for those that don't know, I am also a realtor with EXP. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or rent, or um, just have any questions or inquiries, I can definitely help you out. And that is 267-702-3756. So house hacking. House hacking is simply this. You buy a duplex, multi-unit, three-unit, four-unit, and you rent out the other two, or rent out the other one, you rent out the other one. So that's that's literally house hacking. Um, you pretty much, in essence, become your own landlord. Now, are there pros to this? Yes, by all means. You got people moving in, you charging them a standard rate fee, and boom, uh, you don't have to pay for rent. It's it's that simple. I, I don't want people to think like, oh, wait, 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 no, 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 there's uh, barriers to this, the certain things that you can do and cannot do. No, 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 not at all. You are purchasing a duplex, uh, getting qualified for it. And if so happens, your credit score is not where it needs to be at, then, um, I know somebody that can assist you. His name is Daniel Olmstead. Pretty cool guy can help you out. If you need to reach him, 267-702-3756. That's him. No. <laughs> so, the the house hacking concept is um that it's something that can be done repeatedly over and over and over and over again now um what i would recommend doing honestly is the fact that um when you do do your house hacking because some people are like oh you know i, I want to get in there this is great oh i could just uh, get set up and go forth from there there are rules to this there are rules to this and here's the thing I don't want to give you those rules because even if I knew those rules or didn't know those rules or maybe possibly could figure out those rules, um, you know, then I would let you know. But here's the thing. If I relay the information to you or tell you that it's like, oh, yeah, these are the exact requirements. No, 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 no. You got to do your own research, folks. You got to do your own research. 
what I'm telling you is pretty much the action steps. The action steps are going on Realtor, going on Trulia, going on Hotpads, going on Craigslist, going on Oodle, finding these properties. And it's like, well, Dan, uh, can you help me find a property to do this for? Of course I can. Of course I can. 267-702-3756. But the concept is basic. You know, you move in, it's your property, and you have somebody else move in, and they pay what covers not only the mortgage, but some extra profit. So that way you can store for a rainy day, or if something does go wrong with the house, um, that you can put that right back to it. So that is in essence the uh, house equity. Now, uh, you know, the benefits, by all means, you're saving money, you know. If your mortgage is, and I'm reading it just because it's on my heater right now, your mortgage is $555. Um, and you'd happen to charge $900 rent, um, then you are gaining a profit of $345. Now that $345 can be stored away, that $345 could be used as profit, uh, or um, it's already profit, but the $345 could be used to so many more things. So in essence, what you wanna do is definitely save that extra money so that you could roll it over into your next property. That is the tip, that, that is the advice given. Uh, but ultimately, you are saving money because instead of you coming out with $555 to cover the uh, mortgage for, let's say, a duplex, um, it is being paid by your tenant. Now, what is the problem? So, Dan, oh my gosh, are you telling me, because I got a friend, are you telling me that as long as I own the property and then I rent it out to somebody and they pay rent, then I'm covered? Yeah, in essence, that's what it is. So here's the cons. The cons, not the coins, no, please. I want the gun, I want the gun. You ever had that, you know, that you get, you get your butt whooped or you know that you're about to get your butt whooped when you was younger and all you hear is, no, no, I don't want to, no, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to. So this is to prevent you from getting in that situation because sometimes it does hurt. So here's the first thing, screen your tenants. Not your best friend, not your little sister, your little brother, your big brother or big sister. Uh, it needs to come down, treat it like a business with anything that deals with money, treat it like a business. So I'm not saying that you couldn't rent out. I don't, I don't know what your family is like. And it's like, listen, says I, I was, but I talked to Dan, Dan was like, nah, this ain't gonna be beneficial for both of us because I know how you are with money or I know how you are with uh, keeping up with your place. So these are things that you need to take in mind for, and there are screening procedures, and there's ways that you can screen applicants to get the applicant and um, tenant that you're looking for to move in. Also, in addition, hey, you work on becoming your landlord license, here's, here's some more profit just to throw at your way. You know how landlords say there's a $50 application fee? Nine times out of 10, most likely the services that they're utilizing are for free. It's just that they got to pay somebody, you know, to do it. So they might be paying, you know, uh, their front office person 15 bucks an hour. Meanwhile, they're making 35 bucks. So as a landlord, you could do that and do an application. So, and there's ways to become a landlord of Pennsylvania. It doesn't require a whole lot, nor does it require a uh, relative's license. So definitely check that out. Or, you know, later on in time, we could definitely do a show about it. So um the hard work behind it all 
So let's say that the walls, as, as you can see right there, walls are cracking, you need to go in to paint it. Um, the floor is creaky, um, you need somebody to go in and look at that. You got a leaky roof now, you need to have somebody go look at that. The toilet got destroyed. You don't know how, but the toilet got destroyed. I, I hear so many times a bathroom and kitchen nightmares, not so much a bath and, a ki bath and kitchen nightmares in essence of them saying that, you know, uh, people didn't like the uh, curtains the way they looked or the uh, tile was off. No, 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 no. Bathroom and kitchen nightmares where it's like doing last minute project changes that requires like 25 contractors to come in and actually handle it. So the preparedness uh, behind the uh, hard work is be prepared to work hard. This is definitely not something that is easy to do in regards to, um, you know, just simply purchasing a home and then renting it out. There is a lot of hard work that's involved with it. So, and there's going to be certain types of loans that you can benefit from it as far as utilizing, um, doing the house hacking, because ultimately people know that, hey, most likely if you're looking to buy a duplex, a triplex, or, you know, a multi, fourplex uh, unit that you're looking to make some type of profit on it. So banks understand that. Everybody understands that. What you need to understand is that your cost factor um, and even time factor goes a long, long way in uh, making sure that everything is uh, correct. So with that being said and all, uh, moving on over to resume writing. Now for the resume writing, I could definitely discuss this because it happened yesterday. Zoom, believe it or not, because of everything that's currently going on right now, believe it or not. Um, oh, I did have it up. Believe it or not, with, um, you know, doing phone interviews and even video call interviews, that most employers are like, hey, we need to figure out who this person is, or if this person says who they are, or based upon their ID information when they come in, uh, or prior to them coming in, that we can actually speak with them. Um, to see what they're all about. Or if your resume just looks that great because it was done by the Daniel Robert Umstead. Yeah, I don't care because the uh, key concept is that the Robert Nathaniel Group is my middle name and my son's middle name. So I don't care if my full government name is out there. But understand that with uh, doing a Zoom interview call, download Zoom, go on YouTube, look at a video about Zoom and how you should be conducting yourself, how to utilize it. Because honestly, uh, unfortunately, ladies and folks, uh, video interviews were slowly on the rise, slowly on the rise. You know, people wanted that belly to belly to contact, but it, it got to the point where, you know, it's like, hey, you're forced to work from home. We could do a, we could do a phone interview, but it's like, this is not enough and we need something that can uh, contribute. Now, mind you, Skype interviews have been going on for oh, 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 so but now Zoom is uh, supposed to be more user-friendly. Apparently not, based upon uh, yesterday, because I was having issues left and right with the uh, candidates and such. But with the uh, Zoom call um, or, or Zoom interview tips, the first thing, the very first thing, because uh, I'll be uh, honest with you, the first uh, tip they put on here is get rid of distractions. No. Before all that, download Zoom, spend 10 minutes on navigating through Zoom. There are too many, too many videos on how to utilize Zoom, especially nowadays. Um, so, and hey, maybe one day we'll uh, look to uh, actually do a video on it. So, but they talk about getting rid of distractions. So your distractions, that's, um, you're like, 
business card here. What's this for? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, my uh, past experience and achievements have been in regards to building a company. You, you got to stop with that. So make sure that you're free and clear. Make sure you ain't got nothing in the background that says that you're hyper. You got to do whatever it takes to uh, move forward in life. But get rid of your distractions so that way during the time that you are doing an interview call because hey the interviewers might just like to talk so they might be look um you know they might be talking to you like oh well the schedule that we have going on is monday through friday 9 a.m to 5 30 p.m as you saw on the job description in addition the duties that you'll be doing you might be doing one of these like is that a bug Meanwhile, the recruiter is talking to you or the employer is talking to you, trying to get you prepared, trying to get you settled, and you're like, I have no idea what that is at all. Mm. Ew. Maybe I should get it now. Stop. So get rid of your distractions. So that's step one. Get rid of your distractions. Two, uh, wear your background like an accessory. So it's like, damn, what are you talking about? Um, treat it like an interview, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please, please treat your video interview like an interview folks i know it sounds crazy but it's like no um this this is uh, what you need to do so in addition to making sure that you dress properly make sure that your background is uh free and clear of any debris or make it seem like hey if i was actually in the office would i have a chip paint wall in the background would I be having a slogan up? No. So make sure, in addition to your distractions, make sure that your surrounding environment is only focused on you and you alone. Uh, pay attention to the lighting. The lighting that I have right now, I'll be honest with you, is this right here. This right here. This is my lighting. I, I don't want you to think that there's some high-tech um, lighting structure going on here. I've got a uh, sound guy in the background working. No. Uh, but... The lighting for you, it definitely shouldn't be too dark. And that was the reason why I was having technical difficulties earlier, because if I don't have enough lighting, you ain't going to see me. It may even sound like a little creepy and everything like that, if you really think about it, because you're like, oh, yes, I've been with the company for about five years now. Credit card, you got it. For, for my home alone lovers, I might not have been showing my age, because you millennials might be like, what in the world? See, and this is this is exactly why. I don't be touching stuff because I'll be missing things up. There we go. Okay, we are back, officially back. So make sure your lighting is good. Making sure you're not in a uh, dark um, area. The best type of lighting though is natural lighting. So I, I have heard that many, many times. And in addition, make sure that there's not too much light on. You don't wanna look like an angel out there. In your video interview where the light is just shining on your face and you looking like um, you just uh, dropped out from heaven because you definitely don't want nothing like this where it's like, yes, uh, my education, I received my degree from Pennsylvania State University. And it's like, whoa, 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 buddy, you can't even see your face. So not too dark, not too light, but just right. Uh, wear headphones. Now. You don't need headphones, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't even know why they had put that on here. Yes, most of the times when I do look at these things, it's pretty much just a straight through. So wearing headphones, no, it is not a necessity nor a requirement. Um, they say headphones, especially um, earphones with the uh, microphone piece attached to it. It is beneficial. It is good. But during an interview, here's my thing. Would you be wearing headphones during a regular interview? 
Would you be acting like you are a DJ such and such during an interview? No, you wouldn't. So why would you be wearing headphones during a video interview call? So um, that's one thing to point out as a new, okay? Number five, be right on time, set an alarm. I know it's crazy. I, I know what you're thinking that you're like, no, nah, it's just a Zoom interview call, you know? It's five o'clock. I'll be right there at five o'clock. Prime example of myself this morning. I needed to make sure that the light was together. I uh, completely forgot about charging my laptop, so I had to get that plugged in. Um, in addition, the cord wasn't connecting uh, properly, and I only got a uh, two outlets down here, so I had to run upstairs and go grab um, an extension cord in order to make this work. So because of that, I'm like five minutes late to the call. My own, my own radio show, I'm five minutes late because I wasn't prepared or getting ready there. So make sure that you set an alarm, making sure, um, and I would just highly recommend, be ready 10 minutes before the actual call. Just be ready. And I'm not saying that, okay, I'm good to go. And you sitting there like, you told me to be ready 10 minutes before the call. And now I'm ready. Now, you're going to creep people out. Just be ready. Be cool, calm, relax. You can be on your phone. You can be on your phone at the time while you're waiting and such. But when it's ready for go time action for your Zoom call, make sure all distractions have been put away. We got about a few more folks uh, before we go into our last segment. Don't interject. Um, the reason why we say don't interject, because it's very, very easy to interrupt somebody, especially if they're going like 100 miles per hour, or just simply just talking and continuously letting you know and reading things in such a boring manner, such as Protected Springs in Whitehaven, PA, Willowstown, PA, Town Center, PA, Niagara Bottling in Diamond Park, California. Just say as you welcome us to. It's very easy to be like, yeah, could, could I say something? Could I, could, I, could, could I say something real quick? So be mindful as far as, um, and I talked about this yesterday, with active listening during your interview as well. Know when to speak, know when not to speak. Now, know what you're thinking, well, damn, when do I talk? 267-702-3756. Love to share points on that with you one-on-one. Um, -on -one. But honestly, you're going to know. You're going to know if a person is talking, not to interrupt. You're going to know that if there is a pause going on, uh, you could simply just say, hey, could you repeat that? You know how many times on our conference calls that I have with my day job that people are like, hey, could you repeat that? I, I didn't quite hear you. You know, and get away with it. Scott free. So, um, and it's not a matter of, because here's the challenge with that. If somebody were to point that out, now, if you continuously do it, continuously do it, it's a wrap. But getting away with it one or two times during the, excuse me, video interview, um, to say like, oh, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? There was some uh, technical issues I was having with connectivity. I didn't quite hear the question all the way. Boom, now you get time to not only hear the question in your head again, but also hear from them and then be able to answer just like that. Boom. Now, going back to that interject, that doesn't mean that it's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now, I remember now. I, I, I know what you said, okay. So you wanted to know about my past employer. So with them, no, slow down, take your time with it uh, to move forward. Wear pants. <laughs> so wear pants I, I say that I am wearing pants I ain't going to show y'all because ain't none of y'all business in the first place but wear pants um, because what you don't want to do is that if you need to get up for any reason or if there's a rush or there's an emergency first thing that you don't want to do 
is they see your butt in behind. Um, I think there was one where somebody was doing a Zoom interview call and a person had to run straight to the bathroom, completely forgot that they were uh, still on video and just so happens everybody gets to see the other side of their coworker. So make sure that you do have uh, pants on in regards to that. And test your tech. It's another thing too. Uh, this goes back to the first one. Make sure that you download Zoom. Make sure that you uh, have it. Excuse me. Make sure that you uh, have it um, available, that you have it ready. So that way you can be prepared for your call. But the biggest thing, honestly, go on YouTube, Daily Motion, I think does free videos as well. Make sure that you go on there and actually, um, look up zoom and how it can benefit you and the training and benefits that go along with it so that is all for that um the last thing that i wanted to talk to everybody about and i was hearing it on one of the um sales training calls for the uh, credit repair was that the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit and when that hit me i'm like what so because a lot of people are like all right Plant seed, some water on it. All right, you guys ready? Who wants an apple? Everybody want an apple? Apple's not even growing yet. Come on, man. I'm not doing this. And this is where people give up. This is where people give up because they see the results. Stop looking at, and, and this goes in comparison. Stop looking at the results that the other person, other male, other female, is doing and comparing it to yourself. You have no idea what they had to do to get there. You don't even know about my schedule in regards to, uh, even for me, my seed was the podcast. My seed was the podcast as far as me starting. And then I was uploading videos and then I kind of like dragged back with it. And I'm like, oh, is this really, really what I want to do? And then boom, I'm like, wait, why don't I just do a radio show? And here we are. So, and there's so many more things that I could do with the radio show compared to what I could do with the podcast because you are consistently seeing me at 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. So, understand that when you start something, never, ever, ever expect immediate results. Now, is that possible um, to definitely do that? By all means. With the credit repair, have we had people that as soon as they join, excuse me, and becoming an agent, that same day they're becoming a, excuse me, a field trainer and, um, you know, advancing and moving up, by all means, definitely. Um, you know, I, I had it with uh, one of our coworkers um, that is no longer with our division team. She's still with the company, but she went on to a different um, team and such. You know, there was times where I was like, dang, she's really, really crushing it. But you have no idea what she's doing to get there. You have no idea how many hours that they're putting in or what they're uh, coming across um, that's making them being accomplished. You know, what What are they sacrificing to get to where they need to be at? Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's a whole lot of luck. And sometimes it might just be that grind. Sometimes it just might be that grind. How, if you could, if you could count the number of hours LeBron James practiced to shoot the shot that he needs to make or practice his dunks or workout and everything like that, you'd probably be like, Wait, in one day, or is that through, or is that one week, or is that the day, or how, how does he, how, that's impossible. So understand that, you know, when you put something in the ground, 
to get started with. And this is metaphorically speaking, but when you put something in the ground to get started with, understand that it's going to take time to grow. It's going to take time to get fertilized. And you need to nurture it, folks. You need to nurture it. If I was to say, you know, hey, guys, I'm doing a radio show, and I do one episode, you're like, oh, where's the where, where's the rest of it? I, I don't get it. Where's I don't know in addition to uh, what other shows he's going to be doing. Is that it? Is that it? Can I go home? Can I leave? And then you start losing people. So um, understand that when you start something, when you put it in the ground, you got to fertilize it. You got to take care of it. Pay attention to it and move forward with it. There's going to be tough days. There's going to be easy days. There's going to be, mm, I don't know if I want to do this right now. I don't know what's going on with the uh, connection as we speak because um, it seems to be like going in and out. But that might be my time in regards to wrap it up. So uh, with that, and I need to get ready for uh, my day job anyway. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much uh, for joining me again. Uh, just to recap, for credit repair, uh, be mindful of your balance. Make sure it doesn't go over that 30% marker. So $1,000, no more than 300 be spent on your car. Uh, my For real estate, uh, house hacking, um, it's, it's a great concept. Um, you know, look into it as far as how you can get started. But most likely, you should be talking to a realtor first, 267-702-3756. And uh, resume writing, your career advice is, hey, it's 2020. People are doing more and more Zoom interview calls. So make sure you get a line and get comfortable with Zoom. And last but not least, last but not least, when you plant your seed, just watch it grow as long as you keep attention towards it, okay? As always, stay blessed, my fellow millionaires, and have a great uh, Friday. And um, I will be seeing you uh, Monday morning at 7 o'clock. Have a great one.